Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hope you guys all had a very Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah as well. And I am in Arizona where the Bucks have managed to do something they're very good at, which is play lousy on offense, keep it sort of close, and let Tom Brady win it for them at the buzzer. They win this time in overtime, 19-16, to on a Ryan Suckup 40-yard field goal with uh, very little time left in the OT period. And Ryan Suckup, as a matter of fact, was 4-for-4, four four, uh, had a great day uh, for the Bucks. Unfortunately, they had to use him that much because their offense just didn't do anything again against a bad Cardinals team, although they do have some pieces on, on defense. J.J. Watt included, had a pretty good night. But this was, whew, was this bad viewing for, uh, for most of America uh, who had to be subjected prior to that to the, what, uh, Denver versus L.A. Rams game where the Broncos were, were not competitive. And then you see this game is 6-6 for the longest time. Well, at least um, you had some scoring in the Broncos-Rams game. I that's mean, true. 6-6 after yeah. three quarters was woof. Woof, yeah. And it was it, and yes, folks, they deserved the six points. That's all they deserved, these two teams. Um, listen, I mean, the Bucks had every advantage again, okay, against a, a, a going into the game of 4-10 Cardinals team that had lost Kyler Murray to a torn ACL. Um, lost their backup quarterback uh, to a uh, to a concussion. I mean, geez, you know, Colt McCoy's gone. Now you're down to Trace McSorley, who, yes, like a couple of weeks ago in San Francisco, was making his first start against one Tom Brady. And so he was inspired, and he actually played okay. Didn't play great, but played okay, made enough plays with his feet and some with his arms, um, or with his arm. But um, once again, the, the Bucks. You know, you, you think that 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 eighteen point, you know, first half they had against Cincinnati might might be the sign of things to come. Well, it wasn't. They were right back in the same malaise of, you know, drive the ball really bad on third down, even bad on fourth down, can't sustain anything, get in the red zone, can't score touchdowns, rely on Ryan Suckup to you know to kick field goals, and you know everything is sort of. You know, within five yards. I mean, it's it's like bubble screens, tunnel screens, uh, running back in the flat. Um, you know, hitch routes. You know, just nothing downfield because, quite frankly, unlike the last game where I think Tom Brady trusted his protection, he did not trust that J.J. Watt and others wouldn't get to him. So he was once again throwing that ball really fast, and he had two more interceptions, and they were you know they were both on him. Quite frankly, I mean the one. Um, and you said it before we went on, Steve, is this late to Mike Evans, who's got his guy beat, and, and he can't get it there. Yeah, the second one that he threw Mike Evans' way, I mean, Mike Evans makes the break. He's wide open, and Brady hasn't even begun to start throwing the ball yet. Yeah. And, and yeah. with the safety back there, that's a look. You've got to throw. You've got to anticipate the receiver's going to make that break. Sure. And he didn't. And, and it just shows you how much they're not on the same page. 
You yeah. Know? And and, and Bur- you know, I was just going to say in the first the first drive of the game, he misses Julio Jones mm-hmm. for a touchdown and by a lot. I mean, Julio Jones is winning almost off the line of scrimmage and he's open in the back of the end zone. He overthrows him, throws him again um, by a bunch. They had another touchdown called back because of an illegal shift by Kate Otten. So that was a Julio Jones touchdown. They had to take off the board. Just just one mistake after another. We'll get in the short yardage mis- miscues as well. But um, I, I just don't think, you know, when you've had, you had two interceptions, you know, on Sunday against the Cardinals, uh, he had uh, seven turnovers in the previous three games. What is this now? Nine turnovers, I think, in the last four. That's way too much uh, for any quarterback, much less Brady. It is, but yet at the end of the day, he found a way to win again. That's it's, what he does, man. It, it's it's amazing with this team. And we'll keep breaking down this game and, frankly, how bad they played for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Although the I, the defense was really good again. I thought the defense was great. Yeah, you know they gave up a, a play here or there, but uh, but you're going to give up plays in a game. Sure, you know, if your offense scores more than 17 points, and they scored 19 with the overtime, but. You know, you, then the defense, it, the, those plays wouldn't be as glaring. Right. But the Bucks are now 7-8. and eight, mm-hmm. And if they win against Carolina on Sunday. Yep. They have clinched the NFC South, mm-hmm. can rest guys for Week 18 before hosting That's a right. home playoff game. <laughs> That's right, man. It's incredible. <laughs> Nothing's changed. It's incredible. And the, and the well, AFC it, South it, is the same, too. With yeah. every team there is under five hundred as well, right, right, and some of those are 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 you know in a tailspin like Tennessee right now that's not going to have their starting starting quarterback Ryan Tannehill for the rest of the year. They've lost like four or five in a row. Um, some of them not, you know, and, and also Miami Dolphins haven't won. You know, have lost a bunch in a row as well. So at, at least like with the Bucks, you kind of felt as though. You know, with Brady, if enough guys didn't get hurt, that they they certainly were better than Atlanta. Um, they beat New Orleans twice, albeit because again of one of the Brady remarkable comebacks, where he needed two touchdowns and actually threw three touchdown passes. But and then you know, and in Carolina, but, but I mean, captain comeback. What is this? This is forty five fourth quarter or overtime come from behind victories for him, which is you know far and above leads the NFL in history. This is how good he was. So they, you know, get into overtime barely, and they lose the coin toss, which is not a good recipe, except that, you know, a team has to score a touchdown in order to end it with the first possession. And so, you know, after one first down, they basically make the Cardinals punt the ball. And then from then on, Brady goes 6 of 6 for 69 yards, man. Just zip, 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 zip. And he sets sets up a sucker with a game-winning field goal, 40 yards. They win 19-16. But they were down, you know, what, 10 points in the fourth quarter, so they had to make up that as well. And and Brady was able to do it. He's just he's so clutch and so calm, and guys make plays, and they run precise routes, and they do everything he asks. And, oh, by the way, how big was Leonard Fournette in this game? All that he did. He was huge, and they kept feeding it to him, which was, yeah, you know, know, I mean, we know that Rashad White is a little more versatile mm-hmm. and, and is playing really well and getting better as the season goes on. 
But Leonard Fournette yeah. can still help you a lot, and he showed that today. Not mm-hmm. only did he, you know, rush it twenty times, but he had nine receptions. You know that I mean, that one-two punch, and they actually, you know, ran for over a hundred yards today. Yeah, they did. Um, you know that one-two punch of White and Fournette can be very impactful going down the stretch and, and potentially in the playoffs as well. I mean, you've got to have a 70, running game, and they stayed with the running game today too. They did, and 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 a part of that was they were never that far behind. Although they did trail by ten at one point, but yes, yeah, seventy-two yards rushing. Nine catches and ten targets for ninety yards. You'll take that. I mean, that's a hundred and what sixty-two yards mm-hmm. of offense, and and that's what Lenny was used to doing in Jacksonville. He's always been the workhorse. What I think has helped Leonard Fournette is what's supposed to help him. He doesn't have to carry the entire load. Now he mm-hmm. carried a, a big bulk of it, especially in the second half. But he's fresh because he's got another running back out there that's you know taking some of the stress off of him, and I think that's made him better. You know, as as you get late in the games and stuff like that. So, yeah, Lenny was balling, man. Um, you know, and he and he just said, you know, look, we, we're all sort of part of Tom's greatness <laughs> when he gets into these situations where he says, you know, he wants a certain route run a certain way, he wants the right depth, he wants, you know, certain blocking assignments and stuff, and that, you know, they feel like they're all just just there to make his job easy, and there really is no better you know, clutch quarterback in that situation. I mean, the first half was rough, to say the least. He was just 12 for 20 for 87 yards, and a bunch of those were just, you know, check downs, dinks and dunks and things like that. Really didn't threaten anybody with it. Um, And then the interceptions, which are on him too. So he didn't play well uh, until you get Tom backed up against the corner and he knows he's got to bring you back usually in the fourth quarter, um, and he's able to do it. And that's that's just the part that no one, you know, no one can duplicate the, the greatness that he is in those in those clutch situations, man, because, you know, one, one miscue, one bad play, and the Cardinals certainly had them. I mean, I think the play of the game that kind of led him back in it was that ridiculous pitch that William Golston fell onto. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that play call. I mean, I know you're trying to run the ball. You're trying to keep clock going. Maybe right. you want to get it outside, so you're not have to run in between the tackles every time. But a pitch play from your third string quarterback to what was your rookie running back who had one carry doesn't handle the ball. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just that didn't seem like the, uh, I, to me that uh, that play call was boggling. Yeah. How you, I mean, you know, yeah. handing it off, getting it wide, I, no problem there. Sure. But why you're making that pitch play there. And, and it worked for the Bucks, and that's kind of, you know, they, they were within three at that point. Mm-hmm. But, you Didn't, know, had, had Arizona gone down the field and kept going on that drive, you know, maybe the Bucks don't even get the ball back to tie it. Right. They may not have. They may not have. Um you know, McSorley, who runs around a lot, and he gives them all kinds of, you know, sort of threats uh, with the, the read option. I mean, James Conner had a nice day. He, he ran for 79 yards, but he averaged three point five point three a carry. Um, McSorley didn't throw for a lot, and his percentage wasn't good, 24-45. But what he can do is, you know, he, he's able to make some big plays, and he was able to do that. Uh, especially in the passing game, he got um, Marquise Brown avail- you know, available to him for a 47-yarder 
that was a bomb. A um, couple twenty, a twenty-three and a twenty-two yarder to Dorch and James Conner. So he spread the ball around a little bit, and he also ran, you know, seven times, but for only fourteen yards. I thought he was. I thought he was serviceable. Look, the Cardinals just aren't a good team. When you're down to your third quarterback, for goodness sakes, and your coach doesn't know how to finish the season to begin with, um, you know, this was not going to be. Should not have been this close. I mean, this is not a good football team right now. They got some players. They got some old guys. You know, guys you've heard of, um, but it's not a good football team. And for the Bucks to come in here and struggle so much against these bad teams. You do just kind of wonder, like, what future do they have if and when they make the playoffs? But rest assured, they may have been playing. This is what would have been next week. If they lose to the Cardinals today on Sunday night football, then they're playing for their very lives next week, and Carolina can clinch the NFC South with a win. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how monumental this win was. It changes everything. It does. And, and I thought early in the game, I thought the – by the time we got to the end of the third quarter, I thought the game was summed up in the, what was it, second and one in the first quarter. And they run the ball three straight times up the middle and can't get a first down. <laughs> I lost yards. I mean. That's really, oh, my God, that was so bad. You know, to do it three straight plays, essentially the same play. Try you, something different, man. Mm-hmm. Jeez. You know, I thought that was going to be the story of the game. Was that, that was kind of summing up the game right there. It really was. And it turned, you know, yep. they ended up coming back and winning it, but. You know that was as, as well as they stuck with the rushing game, and it did it did pretty well tonight. It was it was rough a little early, but they stuck with it, which I think was key, and I think it's important for this team too. They've got to yeah, figure I out a way too. to run the ball. I absolutely believe that, and I thought Burnett had his best day in in, in quite a while. Um, mm-hmm. He ran hard, he ran tough, and you could see the complement of the two of them sharing the same backfield. So that's all positive stuff, man. Um, you know, we got more to talk about with with uh, with the defense and and sort of what this means going forward now with Sunday's game against Carolina. I just wanted to stop and remind everybody uh, of a way to save money on your electric bill right now. Your heat's on. Your electric bill's going to go up. We've got a solution. It's May Electric Solar. They're a family-owned and operated business. They've been installing solar electric systems for 12 years now. There's a lot of these fly-by-night companies, but May Electric Solar is committed to you. For the long term, they guarantee their workmanship with a 30-year labor and services warranty. Plus, with every installation, you get $750 worth of surge protection for all your appliances. That is the May difference. If you visit the Hudson Showroom, May Electric displays all its products. They conduct on-site testing. You can see what they're going to install. Plus, they don't use subcontractors. Those are Billy May's guys up on the roofs. Start saving today. Call the solar energy experts, May Electric Solar, at 727-819-2862. You can schedule a free estimate. Lori Electric Bill, Ari Long, preserve the quality of your life and that of your appliances. May Electric Solar, 727-819-2862. Whatever success they have, especially in the postseason, it's as great as Tom Brady is, and he will always get the headlines. And, and if you can give him the ball with a chance to win a game, even down by a couple scores, um, chances are he's going to do it. But really the story of the Bucks pretty much all year when you consider the number of points they scored, which is you know next to none, has been the defense, which played well again. And again, I, I know it's you know not their starting quarterback and maybe not a guy that's make gonna make the Pro Bowl next year. But man, they 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 just completely shut him down. 
Um, they were five of 19 on third down. That's getting off the field. Um, you know, they, I mean, they, they allowed a couple yards, um, you know, predominantly on the ground and, you know, some of those were splash plays, but 121 yards rushing, I believe. But other than that, man, um, you know, that, that defense was flying around, and they're still missing Vita Vea. Uh, they're still missing Jamel Dean. Those guys make a big difference. I think Sean Murphy Bunting has played well at times, um, but they're going to play much better teams. But, you know, they hung in there, and they got the ball back for Brady, and they enabled him to do what he's done already this season, what, three times now, I want to say, uh, three or four. I'm not exactly sure because it's just kind of run together. But he is he is the master at it, and – I just you know you could tell that the Bucks had the better team. I mean they you know Cardinals have some pieces on defense. Um, it was it was a big crowd. A lot of people here on the holidays. They wanted to see Brady, who's you know played in that stadium a couple times with uh, for a Super Bowl, and he's one and one. Um, <clears throat> but I I think the chance that they have in the postseason is getting Vita Bea back, getting Carlton Davis back. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. and Mike Edwards both played in the game. Um, you know, Chris I Collinsworth that, mentioned that he had talked to Mike Evans Saturday, and Ed- Edwards indicated to Chris that he wasn't sure he was going to play Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it showed you. I mean, he was out there. You know, he wasn't one hundred percent. You could tell Tristan Wirfs wasn't one hundred percent on the offense. No, no. Uh, you could tell he and wasn't, I, and he was gutting it out. I know he wants to play. I mean, offensive linemen are just like that. They'll, you know, as soon as you tell them they can go, they want to go. Um, but man, I just well, but when that the whole unit's banged up as much as they are, and now you lose Josh yeah. Wells going forward, not good, not good. You know, so now you're probably get left. Donovan Smith back though. Yeah, your backup left tackles out. Right, Brandon yeah. Walton is now the guy. He came in mm-hmm. and played, played okay. I think he had a false start, maybe a holding penalty. I'm not sure, but. Um, He's played a lot of football, so but that's not the plan. That's never the plan. But yeah, the defense, the defense gave up sixteen points again. That's it. You know that is I mean, it. That's 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 winning defense. I mean, you know what? One or two big plays. The right. touchdown to James Conner was a big play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I mean, the defense did its job. And you know, if the offense, you know, could score points. You know, they showed the graphic, you know, what, two years ago the Bucks averaged 30.8 points a game, was third in the NFL. Last year averaged 30.1, was second in the NFL. And this year it's 16, 70, 18, whatever it is, and it's 28th in the NFL. Wow. I mean, the, the whole problem with this team is not the defense. It's not to say they haven't given up a play here or there, but if they could score more points, if they could score what an average offense in the NFL scores, just think what their record mm-hmm. would be. It'd be impressive, man. It'd be really impressive. And it was, you know, the other thing is, and you don't make excuses for these guys, they were actually very fortunate they weren't playing in one of the cold weather climbs, mm-hmm. you know, like wherever, Green Bay or someplace. Because um, it was absolutely or even gorgeous. Tampa. Had the, what's that? <laughs> or even Tampa. Or Tampa. <laughs> that's, that's right. It was in the, I woke up, it was 29 degrees the other day in Lutz, <laughs> man. Where am I? Um <clears throat> but yeah, it was cold there, colder there. It, it was it, the weekend, it, it, and I was here about twenty four hours. But it could not have been nicer. And and I've been out 
this way many times for NFL owners meetings and things like that. Perfect football weather, but they had been here since Friday. And some of the people I talked to, you know, in, in the organization were just like, man, you know, it's, it's a long time to be out here and miss your family and, you know, um, you know, have to celebrate Christmas at a different time. Um, but that's, that's the job. And you don't want to come this far and make all those sacrifices and lose. And I think they were highly motivated, but it got, it got scary there for a while, man. They, they just had nothing going, you know, and the points have been the issue and, and, Somehow, some way, um, with little time, Brady's able to put together a few things. But that's a tough, tough way to live and, and, and think you're going to win a Super Bowl. You know, there's some other teams starting to hit their stride and play better. Um, and that's what the Bucks need to do. They need one breakout game in these next two if they have to play the last one. They don't want to, obviously. Um, but just come out, you know, and, and throw it around and look good doing it and, you know, Hopefully it's a, it's a hat and T-shirt game, as they say. Well, how big is Saturday's game? I mean, you win this game, then week 18, you could rest Tom Brady, Tristan Wirfs. You better. Yeah, you better rest. You know, all these guys that are hurt. Anyone that's nicked. Yep. Yeah. I mean. They got to play the game, but anyone within yeah. reason that's nicked, you can bring guys from the practice squad, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, how how key would that be going into a playoff game? Oh, Huge. How 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 much better could these injured, particularly the injured guys? Yeah, Tristan Wirfs and yeah. Donovan Smith, Antoine yeah. Winfield Jr. I mean, go through the list. Sure, of guys, Mike Edwards that we know are battling injuries. Sure, how much how much better could this team be for that a home playoff game? Yeah, you know, not just a playoff game. You're playing at home. I mean, that's right. it's huge. To win this game, yep. you know, you lose against Carolina, and you still have a chance to win the division. Mm-hmm. But now you've got to play Week 18. It's a, it's you know, win or if you lose, I think you're done for sure. At that point, if you win, you might need help. So, you know, this game Sunday is huge now. Yeah, I mean, this is it, and and Carolina has beaten them, and Carolina just mm-hmm. ran for about. 350 yards i think the other day um and we're just really really good against a hot detroit team very hot yeah and a a team that's defense is really starting you know had started to shore up but they ran it all over them and you know the bucks will know sort of what what's in store and i think the run defense is probably one of their strengths but you know um this will not be this will not be any they're are there any easy games anymore in the NFL? I mean, seriously, I was watching these games. I think the Rams today had one, but. Yeah, they, they had a laugher. But, like, the Packers and Dolphins, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a ton of Packer fans down there. The Dolphins needed to win. They're up. Here come the Pack, you know. And, and Green Bay's back in this thing. Everybody in the NFC practically feels like they're alive. Yeah, I think there's four yeah. teams eliminated. But otherwise, like, the Packers are half game behind Washington for the seventh spot. It's incredible. Now, there's man. several other teams in that same seven and eight record, but right. You know what? I don't. And, and the records are always going to be similar when you get to the wild cards and things. But the only thing that matters, and and I don't know why people dwell so much on it, it's like how are they playing, right? Mm-hmm. How are they playing? I mean, forget the record for a second. Are they going to give anybody problems? How are they playing? And how's your health? And how's your health? And health might be you know you got your health, you got everything, but that might be the biggest factor in. And anything, in everything, and anything, because you can't go hard if you're not feeling well. 
Mm-hmm. You know, or if guys are so, missing, if you're missing key pieces. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough enough when you have all your guys. So again, you know, I don't know if Worf's aggravated that ankle. I suspect he did. I don't know if something's going to be popping up with Brady or, you know, uh, see what happens with Donovan Smith and Vita Bay and all those guys. They need them all, and and it would be great if they could wrap this up on Sunday against Carolina and get that rest because right now it's not going to be rust. It, it's just a lot of guys that are sore and beat up, and you know you feel bad. I mean, a guy, I feel bad for Josh Wells. And here's a guy that sits around as a journeyman backup tackle, right? And the Bucks get a couple guys hurt, and he has to play, <laughs> and the poor guy gets gets hurt. It's mm-hmm. just like it's it's the worst game. Well, not only that, so but the Bucks that are the Bucks are kind of on a short week this week, and it's yeah, your traditional are. Sunday to Sunday. But you right. played Sunday night across the country, so by the time you get home, You're getting home at four or five a.m. Yeah, yeah, early Monday morning. But Carolina played right. on Saturday. And they got an extra so they've got an rest. extra day of rest going into this game. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So I don't know. It won't be easy. It won't. <laughs> um, but everything's on the line for the Bucks. I mean, you know, to think you can win and be in, you know, that that's everything, man. And to do it at in, home. In football. Oh, gosh. And be the hero, you know, which Tom, has. he needs to play better. You know, he, he he's still the greatest fourth quarter. Con- I don't think any, you know, we're not sitting here talking about what he was able to do late in the game to win it in an overtime unless he was the best ever. Um, he reads a defense so quickly. Oh, that's, that's why there's two minute. Adjust. That's why that two minute offense works. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he dissects your defense instantly. Like he knows. Well, here's exactly. an example. But but when, gotta, when there's time, they have time to figure out what you're doing on offense. When you're sure. going that two minute offense, it's so quick, and Brady's got you figured out. It's it's yeah, and those D linemen get tired with that pace too. That they too. can't yeah. rush that much in succession, and they can't come off the field because he's in two minute. So here's what he did. He told us about this, and I saw it live, and then I asked him about it. So, you know, they kept throwing the ball in the flat, throwing the ball in the flat, throwing the ball in the flat. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if the guy even caught it um, or didn't get intercepted, you know, he was going to get tackled immediately, and that was going to be that. And um, so what they did was they kept, you know, the the little flat pass to Russell Gage and that. So Tom kind of on the flies changes things and says – these guys are getting real aggressive, jumping everything. <clears throat> We're gonna, I'm going to pump fake you and then go behind them. Mm-hmm. And he did it, and it worked. And that's the sort of like on the field, um, you know, the experience and the years and the understanding of defenses and sort of like a feel thing that, okay, these guys are really, they're about to jump one here. Watch this. And he sets them up, and then, and then he goes past them. That, that's what... That's the value right there of Tom Brady is just understanding mm-hmm. what he's seeing. Um, and he doesn't see everything. He does. He missed throws. He missed some big throws. Mm-hmm. Again, he misses receivers that are open that he doesn't always see. Um, but, man, he's he's just so next level when it comes to that sort of game planning stuff and, and knowing what he wants to do, especially in the two-minute. Like, he knows exactly what he's going to do. And, and – you know, to the Bucks' credit, like those guys go out and make plays for him in those situations. You don't see, you know, a ton of drop passes or penalties or things like that. Like they're really locked in, and um, and and they move fast and they 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 look really good doing it. But you just can't dig yourself holes against good football teams. I mean, this is the thing: the Cardinals are not a good football team. Far from it, on both sides, right? Especially a quarterback. 
and yet they gave the Bucks everything they could handle and more. What will a playoff team do? What would Philadelphia do? What would um, you know? Even you know Green Bay if they got. I mean, there's so many different teams. Dallas, obviously, you got to play the first round. Yeah, Dallas um, would be their opponent if it started today. I mean, I, I believe it's either Dallas or Philly will be their opponent. Well, they, Philly's going to be home, so they, well, they won't play them unless they lose. Philly, if Philly loses out, win Dallas wins out. If Dallas wins out, Philly oh, loses out. Oh, you're saying out. if Dallas won the division, Dallas yes, could win the division. Philly. So, mm-hmm. but I believe the only two teams they can face are Dallas or Philly. I believe. I I believe you're right. Yep. Because those are the only two right. that could take the top wild card based on record. God, wouldn't that be wild if they ended up play, facing the Eagles again after the start that they had? But you know what, Jalen Hurts is hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a shoulder injury and and. They think he probably won't play next week. Um, I thought Gardner Minshew did okay, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we're going to. I mean, there's no question the Bucks are going to see a team from the NFC East, and probably most likely the Cowboys. But you don't know. Maybe it is Philadelphia, and they ran all over them. Um, you know, again, you got a team at home. It's just that week after week after week after week, you keep waiting. It's like, and that's what unfortunately what the team does. They're waiting for Brady to do something, <laughs> and it's the damnedest thing because he ends up doing it for the most part and bringing them back. So, um, yeah, just this, just an you know an awesome job of of finishing the game. And think about the alternative how how gloomy it would have been if the Bucks had lost that game to the Cardinals, the lowly Cardinals, and and be fighting for their very playoff lives. You know, elimination game essentially on Sunday, and you know now they've got a little bit of house money, a little bit of wiggle room, um, and they're just better. You know, they they just need to finish the deal, and then you know, record be damned. You know, there's only seven of these things in the history of the franchise, and they've been playing football for about forty six years. So you don't, you know, you got to find a place. You know, I mean, winning is winning. I. I I understand why people have no confidence in this team, especially on offense. I understand why they're down on the season and, and boy, the vitriol for bowls and left, which it's just, it's, it's, it's sort of scary in a way. Um, but they're about to win their eighth division, their eighth conference title in the 46 year history. It's a lot of bad football, man. And, and as bad as the record is, it hasn't been all bad football. There's been guys make great plays out there, mm-hmm. and and Brady Brady has been at the center of it. So the story is not written. That's that's I guess where we're at right now. It's not, even though each week you start thinking it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought about. Listen, how many different stories do you think I wrote tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on, on a deadline as that go, game goes oh, to overtime, and you're like, "Oh no, wasn't good, man." I mean, <laughs> it's it, never good. I mean, it, luckily it's only one a.m. where you're taping this. It's three a.m. here. I know you're you're doing this in the middle of the night at three. <laughs> you're up in three hours, which is ridiculous. But I mean, that's that's sort of and 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 just just to go behind the looking glass a little bit more. I made a executive decision to stay home on Christmas Eve and not come out a day early, as as is usually the case. The Bucks came out on Friday, for goodness sakes. They were around here forever. Uh, most of them without their families. I decided to bite the bullet, wake up at 3.45 in the morning and have a 24-hour day. Um, not advised, believe me. Uh, not good for your heart or anything else. But <clears throat> that's what we're, we that's what we did. So it's a long trip back for those guys, but a hell of a lot easier. If you're going to sacrifice your entire Christmas and have mm-hmm. to play for the first time for Brady on Christmas night, you damn 
well, better sure, and try to win the game, man, because that is that is not a fun trip uh, for all the time that they spent here to to walk away with a loss. And uh, you know they got the job done. It wasn't pretty. It doesn't matter at this this time of year. It won't matter when they get in the playoffs and they host a wild card team. It doesn't matter if you if you win by one. Um, but but there definitely is still some problems on the offense, and they got to get guys healthy again. That's going to be the whole key to everything. All right, before we get out of here, uh, and we will because it's late or early, depending on where you're at, uh, our thanks to, to Kyle Brandt and um, Trent Cooper for, at NFL 360 for allowing us to do what I think was a really great podcast. I mean, I think um, both those guys were great in, in telling the story of the film that, um, you know, really Kyle was, if you will, the star of or, or hosted or made connections with these guys um, who, if not us, it's about Ukrainian League of American football players who, you know, recognize that they have to save their families first and take them to the to a border and then return to fight the, the war against Russia. And it started off with, you know, Kyle doing these little vlogs, these little video chats. You know, you send one out and then, you know, a few days later maybe you get one back and it's about a minute or two long. Um, and it's kind of a weird way to build a relationship, but that's sort of what he did. And then he took it to the next, next step and went to those countries where many of those players had taken their families, uh, you know, out of harm's way. Um, but it's really, really good, uh, a good discussion with Kyle and how it's changed him, uh, forever. And, uh, there's also, and you know this, Steve, cause you watched it. I remember being in Germany and they introduced those two ladies with their daughters and said these, you know, these were the uh, the wives of guys that play in in the uh, uh, you know the American Football League over there, and the ovation was incredible. And then after the game, it was a mad scramble. And Trent Cooper tells the story. If you hadn't seen the podcast, go watch it. But it's basically he's trying to get these uh, ladies and their families to see Tom Brady, and Tom's like about ready to leave, you know, and it's it's battened down pretty tight with security and stuff, um, you know. But he manages to meet them. And and the line of the of the whole movie to me is when one of the women whose whose husband is still fighting says, um, you're my hero's hero. And and that was just, you know, really something. And and you get to see Tom who he really is, he's just a good guy, you know, above everything else, man. I mean, greatest player of all time. But like in the end of the day, he's just kind of a good guy. Um but he was, he was, you know, after this game in, in Arizona, very hoarse, and that could be the dryness, right? Like, I don't know why, you know, yelling signals and things, right? But you come out here, and everything's so different and so dry. But he was hoarse, and I do also wonder uh, if he wasn't nicked up a little bit after a few of those hits that he took. So something to watch, because he took a lot of time after the game to come to the podium, which is never, ever the case, unless... He was getting some treatment, which is also possible. So, or we'll Bill Belichick stops little... him in the locker room, then it takes a while. <laughs> yeah, though that, yeah, that was like, la- yeah. Thanks for that memory. Was, yeah, rainy night in uh, New England, and the dude's like twenty five minutes late. Uh, my deadlines are not good. I'm not sure why I have them. We're a digital company, but that's another story um, for another time. But yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was, it was a huge win for them. They had to have this game. It, you know, to think you'd have to beat Carolina and Atlanta back to back, 
could it happen? Sure, but man, um, just you know, just didn't play well the first half again. And which the other thing about Atlanta, have, who would have thought they would be in last place in the division now? I know and they're eliminated from the playoffs. That's a that's a horrible year for them. You know, but I mean, you know, the three four weeks ago it was like that was the team the Buccaneers were competing against in the division, and now yep. they're they're eliminated officially. Yep, it's tough. It's tough when you you know you don't have anything to play for in the last month of the season, and that's sort of what the Bucks have done is put themselves in position to have something to play for every week, and that that's when football is fun. It's no fun to lose. That's for sure. No fun whatsoever. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, uh, just a reminder, we'll do our mailbag this week, I'm sure, after this um, sort of offensive uh, explosion. You guys probably have a lot of questions about the Bucks. My gosh, Twitter lights up during games. I, I check my feeds, and it's like, oh, there's another 100 people making a comment. It's so weird. Um, but I'm sure you guys ask questions. You can send them to us on Twitter. In fact, your favorite medium, at uh, SportsDayTV. You can reach me on Twitter, at NFL Stroud. My email address is rstroud at tampabay.com lots coming up huge huge game against carolina and also one bruce arians who i had a chance to hang out with uh, last week gets to go into the buccaneers ring of honor and his name is already covered up there at the stadium uh where they're going to unveil it at halftime of this next game which will be really really cool so keep it right here uh it's late it is early uh, the bucks have won they have managed to uh, go to 7-8 and eight with an overtime win. Tom Brady leads them down for a Ryan Suckup field goal. Uh, just a few minutes left in overtime. They win 19-16 to 16 and come home to play the Carolina Panthers with a win. They are the NFC South champions, which was goal number one when the season started. After that, it's all kind of gravy. So thanks for listening. For Steve Burstick, I'm Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. 